Hello and welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is where we talk about money, investing and all things personal finance. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and it's my mission to help you make the best financial decisions because money is a tool, life is for living. But first, a couple of words for me. If you don't know already, I have a new monthly magazine, which is now out. You can go and join that magazine subscription list. It is free at theconvo.io. That's theconvo.io. Also, if you're completely unaware, I also have a Discord group, which I would love for you to join. It's going to be a small community where I can take questions from you, where we can build a deeper relationship. There will be a link to that in the show notes. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Conversation of Money podcast. Thank you so much for being with me this Monday morning. Um, I've been teasing this for a number of weeks now that I was going to give an update as to what's going on uh, just in my world at the moment with the podcast, the channel, just general, right? Because, um, yeah, a lot has happened. And uh, this episode is going to be dedicated to the person who sent me a DM on Instagram yesterday, John Ashley. Um he previously listened to the episode where I talked about the fact that we should all follow our convictions, our dreams, go for it and not be told otherwise. And that oftentimes, you know, the gut instinct, that impulse that we have is often the right thing that's driving us towards our purpose. And I guess to a certain extent, I am a, I'm a prime example and a testament to that. But with that being said, uh, a lot has happened in the last two months, well, three months, I should say, uh, positively. And actually, it's more, much, much bigger than the last two months. The show came out two, three months ago, but this has been a work in progress now since the beginning of this year. And a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of good stuff has happened. But here's the thing. A lot of the time when we uh, witness people doing X, Y, Z, or we listen to episodes like the one that I've just referenced there, um, we don't always get the full picture of what the journey is actually like. Now, I'm a big believer that the final destination is great. That's what everybody lords celebrates and sees and appreciates and uh, and aspires to to a certain extent. But in between that destination and where you are or where you were, there's a process, there's a journey. And I personally believe that it's in the journey that you develop the skills, that you develop that personal growth. That's really where the magic happens. That's where the growth happens. That's where you you really know what you're made of and unfortunately with social media not a lot of people actually share that process and if they do they will highlight the great things that happen not necessarily the the bad things the things that uh you struggle with or the times of trials and tribulations the difficulties the restlessness the i guess imposter syndrome that we all sometimes feel and so that's what I want to do in this, this episode. Um, I think if you're listening and, you know, we talk about money and investing here, money is a conduit to building a life that we want. We've all got to go out and undertake endeavors, do things to earn the money, to build the life that we essentially want, because let's not beat by the bush. Money is a key component to building a, a nice life. And so, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you guys and just tell you, my side of the story through the last few months, I'm actually having to make a very difficult decision right now. Um, and hopefully by the end of this, you'll have a little bit of fire in your belly. Um, you'll feel, um, motivated and 
hopefully that you feel that you're not alone in whatever struggles that you might be going through or might not be going through at this point in time. So if I go back to the beginning of the year, obviously, you know, uh, Secret Spenders, he started shooting that uh, in February, it was. And I'll tell you right now, I, I enjoyed the process thoroughly. I really, really enjoyed the process. And it was a brand new experience for me. Never done TV before. The crew were fantastic. The cast were fantastic. And as usual, you have that nervousness going into something, right? Um, am I going to be perceived well? Am I going to be able to control things that I guess really matter? And again, it comes back to one of my sayings that you can control the controllables. And in my head, I ask myself, you know, what are the things that I can control? I can control how I come across, how I interact with the, with the crew, how I build relationships, how I, most importantly, help the people that were on the show. And that's where I focus my energy. The process was great. The The show, um, the viewage, uh, the viewership, I should say, was really, really great. Um, we had positive feedback for the production company. Um, I'm now maybe two months now since the, the show actually went out live. And having watched the edits, this is where, you know, personal development and being able to be critical in your thinking. So I'm, I'm really, really bad at this. I'm very, very critical in my thinking. I hold myself to very, very high standards. And I think that I always look for areas to improve. Now, many people have told me that that's counterproductive a lot of the time, but I, it's just innate in me. I can't help it. I I look at something that I do and I think, mm, you could have done this better or you could have done that better. And that isn't to say that I don't celebrate the moment because I do. I, I do 100%. It was a great experience. It gave me really, really good exposure off the back of that. I've been able to do Lorraine um, and we're hoping to get a regular spot on Lorraine now. I've been on there five times in the last maybe eight or nine weeks or so. I'm now on the radar for that show. And that's a good thing. And off the back of that as well, you know, corporate work for me has, has, has increased quite a bit. And my business has definitely moved forward. I've had a lot of press coverage, which has done, you know, wonders for my profile per se. But those are all the accolades and those are all the positive things, right? Those are the things that we can celebrate and we can be grateful for. And I'm extremely grateful for every single one of those things. But here's the flip side of what happened within this process. So shortly before we started filming for uh, Secret Spenders, actually the week we were supposed to start filming for Secret Spenders, I got COVID. And bearing in mind, the, the filming schedule had been pushed back three or four times uh, for production reasons. And then I find myself being the one that then holds up the start of filming for another 10 days or so. Now, being the new boy, I was just besides myself because it's like, uh, you know, I went two years, you know, successfully avoiding contracting COVID and a week before I'm supposed to start shooting the show, I catch COVID and I put everything back. It wasn't a great feeling. It really, really wasn't a great feeling. The, the production team, though, were absolutely brilliant. They were great. But for me, I was extremely, extremely stressed out. So I'm dealing with COVID. My symptoms were relatively light. My partner had worse symptoms. Um, she really, really struggled. So I was very, very lucky. 
But during that time, I mean, I was so stressed. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I was finding it really, really diff difficult to, I guess, prepare myself mentally because, you know, this is, don't, don't get me wrong. I've been on YouTube and obviously I do the podcast here. Like filming for a TV show felt entirely different. And some of the fears that I had when I started YouTube around, oh my God, are people going to, you know, like me? Are they going to take to me? Are they going to take me in the way that I would like people to take me? All of those fears, all of them came rushing back. And many people will say, well, YouTube, you know, you've done all right with YouTube, so you should naturally translate to TV. And, you know, here's the thing, you know, talk about the controllables. What can I control? With with YouTube, I can control the content that I put out. I can control the edit. I can control what I say. I can control how the final product looks like. And I was acutely aware that, you know, this is, this is TV. I'm not going to be able to be in the editing suite. I'm not going to be able to... Uh, pick up the best bits as I perceive them to be on the show. And that was a really big um, concern and fear for me because I was like, I'm going to do this stuff and it's just going to be left to an editor to to push out. For the most part, I'm happy with what, what, what went out on the show. Um, I have lessons that I've definitely taken from, you know, partaking in this season of the show. And if they get another season, hopefully they come back to me, but there is no guarantee they will. Um, the feedback is that Channel 4 were very, very happy with the viewership that we got. We got just under a million each week um, through week one, two, and three. I think week four, we kind of fell off a little bit because we were up against a, a much, much bigger show. So they were happy overall. We don't know whether we're going to get a season three and if I'm going to be involved because that will be down to the production company to choose. But either way, I'm thankful for that. But I was extremely stressed. And that stress led to me um, losing some hair. So I, uh, I was, I woke up one morning and, you know, as you do, you run your, your hands through your hair and I found a massive patch of hair missing on the, on the crown of my head. And bearing in mind, this is just before we're about to start shooting. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so how do I cover this up for the show? How do I make sure that nobody's able to kind of, you know, um, see this on the show? I was just really, really, really stressed. And combined to the fact that I wasn't sleeping um, I wasn't really taking care of myself because I was so consumed with, you know, production and making sure that I did the best job that I possibly could. Yeah, I just, I was not well. I was not well at all. And um, even filming, we were, we filmed across the country. It meant very, very little sleep. I try to keep up two videos a week on YouTube, which absolutely killed me. I mean, the traveling, non-sleep, preparing for the show, each couple... Uh, the sessions that I ran, uh, it was a lot. It really, 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 really was a lot. And so I was I was so happy when filming actually wrapped, although at the same time I was quite sad because now I had the experience of filming a TV show and it didn't feel like work. I actually enjoyed the process. I enjoyed doing what I used to do as a financial advisor and as I do as a coach now. I enjoyed getting into people's uh, finances and asking about their goals and their drivers and what it is that they wanted to achieve and how money was important and then looking at the real right let's get to the crux of it this is what your finances are saying these are the cuts that I would suggest these are the kind of things that I think that you should really be considering you need to do x y z I enjoyed that immensely and it was kind of sad to see that end and I got the hang of it just as we were wrapping the entire show and um it was a great experience, but it was almost like a double-edged sword. Now, the show went out and, you know, obviously I 
continue work and I didn't take any time off because obviously the show's got to go on and I didn't know for a good amount of time for probably about a month when it was actually going to start the date moved like two or three times and so I just carried on with YouTube and with YouTube if you know I used to do live Q&A's on the Sunday evening and that really was just for me to interface with people to interact with people ask answer questions and just be as helpful as possible and I announced um, not too long ago, probably a couple of months ago now, a month and a half ago, that I'm no longer going to be doing those live Q&As. And the, and the truth behind that was I ended up in hospital. So I ended up in hospital with chest pains. And this was a growing chest pain that, you know, I started to monitor over about a week and a half. And I really started to get concerned that, you know, maybe there was a, a wider knock-on to, to my health with the fact that I hadn't been sleeping, I'd been so stressed out and you know, obviously my hair fall, falling out, my hair still hasn't grown back, it's growing back slowly, um, but having to do all of this, and then I have chest pains, and that becomes really, like, scary, like, really, really scary, is it my heart, am I going to have to make some serious lifestyle changes, so I ended up in hospital for, like, two, three days, and um, luckily, luckily, it's nothing to do with my heart, I went through a load of tests, and I'm okay on that, on that, on that front, it was chronoditis, but it really did kind of, like, put a put a a new slant on what it is that I'm doing and I decided to stop the live Q&As on on YouTube because it was taking an hour and a half two hours of my time out on a Sunday that really I could be spending with my partner on a Sunday and if I'm completely honest and I'll say I, I'll say this on this podcast because for those of you who listen um, you probably do follow on YouTube as well, but you may not follow on YouTube. And if you're finding this for new, as a, as a new listener to 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 me, um, you may be able to relate. And look, I've been doing these live Q and A's for a year, a year and a half, completely free, helping people as much as I possibly can. And the response that I got from saying that I could no longer continue to do live Q and A's um, on YouTube on a Sunday evening because you know. I literally, literally just had come out of hospital, like with, okay, you're okay, it's not your heart, relief, right? The response that I got was really, really strange. Um, there was a lot of backlash, a backlash that, you know, you get, um, you got some, some media coverage now and therefore you are, you're, you're trying to put everything behind a paywall, you think you're the big I am. And it's not that people are saying this in the comment section. People are actually taking time out to message me, email me, DM me, all of these kind of things. And if I'm completely honest, it made me question what I'm doing. And it made me question the fact that I've spent so much time trying to help people. And obviously, you can argue that, you know, okay, maybe the Channel 4 thing wouldn't have happened as because... Um, YouTube was there. So it wouldn't have happened without YouTube being there and what I'd built on YouTube and here on the podcast. And that's 100% true. But I really struggle with the idea that people would find it inconsiderate of me to say, look, I can no longer give up this time on a Sunday evening because, you know, I've had some health issues and I really just want to, you know, make more efficient use of my time. I found that really, really weird. And I know that it shouldn't bother me, but it made me question. And someone said something to me. She goes, um, and this is my business coach, she goes, you know, you, people don't always appreciate what's free and something that is free. And maybe that is 100% true. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Um, but it was an interesting, 
was an interesting period. And I'm no longer doing the live Q&As. I'll do them ad hoc as and when I feel like it. But it was a big revelation for me. And then, you know, you you fast forward to where I am right now and I start thinking about, you know, what the big goals are. What What is my dream? What is the next step? Because I've, I've, I've done a lot, really. And every time I look back, I have to remind myself how far I came to get to this point right now. I mean, the truth is, I'm the kid who was put up for foster care at three months, all the way to eight years old, shifted off to Nigeria for two weeks, sent back 10 weeks later with 50 quid in his pocket. I've been homeless and I find myself working in financial services through complete and utter luck and happenstance to find myself quitting that job, going to Canary Wharf, ending up on the, on, on the exec team of a Fortune 100, having started as a telephone boy within the space of five years, making that massive, massive jump to going to be an advisor, to quitting, starting YouTube, to ending up on TV, on not just the Channel 4 show, but on, on primetime morning show with Lorraine. I've covered a lot and I, I, I always will be grateful and I have to pinch myself because even if my journey ends right now, I can definitely look back and be like, dude, my, my 15-year-old self looking out the window in Nigeria, just visualizing, praying, hoping that one day I'll be able to get on a plane to come back to the UK, would not believe where I'm at right now. And I, so I think gratitude is really, really important. But at the same time, I, I'm at this junction right now where the next step is, is beckoning. And the questions that come with what is the next step are questions that are, I guess, a little... They're clear to me, but they're difficult questions because the reality is, you know, you can't do everything on your own. And I've done a lot on my own so far. The reality is I need help to, to take it to the next level. And I've been working with some people who have done a really, really good job for me. Is it time to say goodbye? Is it time to bid them farewell? Is it time to, I guess, seek pastures anew? Is it time to change, rebrand, to do some things differently with everything that I've done thus far? These are all questions that I have to ask, and these are questions that are beckoning very, very loudly right now. And I think I kind of know what I need to do, but with that decision comes very, very difficult steps to take. And that might look like a rebrand. And that might mean that this podcast changes. That might mean that this podcast ends and a new one begins. I don't know just yet. Um, time will tell. The only thing I can tell you is I'm very, I'm very, very excited and optimistic for where we are. I have a lot of questions, a lot of doubts still. When I think about my life plan and what I actually want to do moving forward, where I see my future, where I see the plan for me and my partner, there are some difficult decisions and conversations and things that I need to decide to do. And I'm trying to balance that with doing the right thing for, you know, people who watch me, people who listen to me, to be able to be helpful when it comes to money and investing and making the best financial decisions, but also inspiring the next generation to follow in, not maybe my footsteps, but follow in footsteps of their own making. Because what I've done and what I've been able to do in my life so far, I guess, maybe some kind of blueprint or template. It's not going to work out exactly the same 
but it is a beacon to say, listen, there is nothing that is impossible if you literally just work hard and you dream big and you take chances and you believe in yourself. That story is told in multiple versions through multiple people. And I just want my story to be as loud as it possibly can be. And that may mean making choices that might not make sense to a lot of people. I completely appreciate that. And it's weird because, you know, in everything that I talk about, even when I talk to my business coach, I talk about, you know, trying to trying to add value and be, be of service and be of, um, I guess, help to as many people as possible. At the same time, going back to the fact that you need money to build the life that you want, I never really mention money in that same conversation. I never really talk about how I commercially capitalize on everything that I've built thus far and the opportunities that come along um, as a result of everything that's happened so far. I honestly believe that money is a is a byproduct of of good work. I've always believed that. And many people may say that from a business point of view, it's a naive thing not to have a commercial plan. I just don't know. I, I just I just want to be of service and that's the most important thing. And so I just wanted to end on this here. Um, if you're going through something right now, you're trying to make difficult decisions, follow your gut. That's that's rule number one. Follow your gut. But please don't lose sight of where you've come from and how far you have come. I think gratitude is a really powerful tool, one that we should all practice because it's very, very easy to get caught up in the hype of, I should be doing this, I should be doing this, this is where I'm going next. And we just forget about the thousands and thousands of steps that we've taken to get us to where we are. And if we're really completely honest with ourselves, where we are right now is a damn sight better than where we came from. And that is the fact and the truth that I always remind myself of, regardless of what happens moving forward for me, um, because I can be extremely proud. And I hope that my dad and I hope that my mom and my family who aren't lucky enough to be UK citizens are all proud of what I've been able to achieve here. And gratitude is, is key to that. But like I said, there may be some changes to the podcast. There may be changes to what I do currently to take that next step. I don't know just yet. Um, I really don't know. But that's an update for you. That's where I'm at. I hope you found this useful this Monday morning. And just know, look, if you're having a difficult day, you're going into a difficult day. Trust me, you are more than equipped to deal with whatever is thrown your way. Follow your gut. Follow your instincts. Don't do anything that isn't true to you. Be you. That's the most powerful thing that we have. That's what makes us all superheroes. Have a good week. Catch you next Monday. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.